0: What's up ladies and gentlemen, you have now tuned in to the Outer Rim Beacon, your frequency for everything in that galaxy, far, far away from angry old Italian grandmothers to uh, Cyril Karn's mother in this uh, episode. You've, we've got you covered, uh, and trust me, I know from experience, because I've, I've been there, I've been down that road where he's got somebody yelling at him. but the difference was, was I think my, my grandma was like shoving food down my throat yeah, at the same time, so... Yeah, uh, my name is Justin. I'm one of the hosts here of the show. Joining me today, as always, are my co-hosts.
2: This is Josh, and yeah, Justin. I was I was specifically wondering if you were getting those uh, <laughs> those Nona vibes from from the mom, um, <laughs> th- and you know she's like uh, contacting like the uncle or what you know uncle who I can't remember the name now, but uh, Uncle Harlow kind of felt yeah yeah kind of felt like the like maybe Cecilia Nona has a as somebody that she knows that's connected, She'll call an uncle, I mean. get those family connections, get you a job For sure. doing, const- doing construction.
1: Uh, hmm. This is where you hide the bodies.
2: Yeah. Cement <laughs> right. shoes, if you will. <laughs>
1: uh, this is Kyle, and I am like fighting a little bit of a cold, but I'm pumped up on nasal spray and mucinex, and hopefully, I won't be Woo! sniffling in the microphone the whole time. Apologies in advance. I,
0: you're just like that kid in uh what is it Ricky Bobby? I'm all hopped up on mountain yeah. Dew. <laughs> I
2: don't really mess with mountain dew anymore. I do have some nasal
1: spray on deck though that's true, yeah, <laughs> nice. How,
2: how do you feel about Baja blast no i'm i'm
1: a I'm a no mountain dew in any capacity uh type of guy Not a fan. What yeah. about the mellow yellow Justin what no, <laughs> I don't drink less good mountain dew either at like. <laughs> Mm. What a, what
2: about Surge? Is that Ooh. even on the market still? Can you, is Surge it available? came back? Came it back a public. couple of years ago. Came back yeah. a couple years. It's not. I think it's gone again. But oh. it did come back a couple years ago. Yeah. Like produced uh, by
0: Coca Cola for a limited time, kind of thing. Like we bought. The honestly, I think so nobody that nobody they started that.
2: It. Like that trend where like Crystal Pepsi came back, and yeah, uh, I'm waiting for orbits to come back. You know, the oh. the mints, the little sour mints. No. Is that not oh Orbeez the you know the drink with oh Orbeez the, okay with the little bubbles yeah. yeah okay yeah gotcha. yeah, I gotcha I gotcha
0: yeah um I definitely uh, was getting those vibes uh, except the biggest difference I think is the it's uh, like my you know my grandmother would be like who hurt you right and it was like coming to your aid and your defense where this lady was definitely um not really coming to his defense she just kind of looked at it like yeah you failed No, you mom messed did not up. seem to
1: be on his side no, very
0: much no not at all so. Um, well, if you're new to the show, thank you for tuning in. Um, we're glad to have you here. If you've been listening to the show, welcome back. Hopefully it's uh, you've been enjoying our coverage of Andor here lately. Um, great series, great, very suspenseful series. Uh, we're getting into episode six next week, which I think is our halfway point um because we're 12 it's 12 episodes i think slated for 12 episodes so we'll be hitting that yeah, halfway on, point uh, um,
1: yeah six half 12 sure is
0: yep <laughs> yes exactly good quick math mm-hmm. kyle good quick math um but yeah it's uh we're, we're nearing that halfway point and i think we're getting to this kind of big happening uh at this mid-season finale or whatever you want to call it Yeah, it so, seems like they're all um, they're doing like these kind of
1: three up three uh, episode arcs, you know, those first three that came out were like a story of Cassian getting off of that first, what is it? Ferix. Um And then these next three are him and the, these rebels and the, the heist they're about to pull. And then mm-hmm. we'll see what happens after that. I think obviously the, the long arc across all 12 is going to be Cyril, who is, you know, at his bottom here at the midway point. Yeah. And I think he's going to be, hunting down Cassian and that's going to be our ultimate like confrontation at the end of this. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. I think he's trying to pick himself up off the floor mm-hmm. essentially so um before we dive too far into andor let's go into some news and notes for this week we didn't have a lot last week and the big thing that we kind of forgot to drop was hey new york city comic-con was this past weekend so there was a lot of star wars content that came out of that starting with a little bit of this
1: and i know why Hi, man. <laughs> republic. <laughs> republic. republic.
0: <laughs> we had uh we had a lot of high republic news uh come out during the high republic panel at new york city comic-con um you can find all of the news and and everything that they dropped uh, at starwars.com you can get the highlights there i'm pretty sure you could go find the panel there's probably a rebroadcast of it um but some of the highlights that came out of there we did get a first look um at a novel called Cataclysm which is coming out by Lydia Kang that's due to drop in April of 2023 um very interesting cover we've got I, I uh, character with a lightsaber and a blaster is he a jedi is he a scoundrel mm-hmm. i don't know what is it so um, better
2: than that lightsaber slash blaster that ezra had lame easy <laughs>
0: <laughs> um we got a little bit of news for uh we got another novel quest for planet x which is a middle middle grade novel it's by tessa Grattan that drops on april of 2023 path of vengeance a YA novel by Kevin Scott also drops uh, May 2023. The cover of that looks super cool. Who's gonna die? That's...
2: Everyone I'm like, probably. how did Kevin
0: Scott get approved for a YA novel here when Kevin's gonna kill everybody in this? I Like, I don't know how that happened. Just, is there, like, a R rating for books that... Kids <laughs> resilient, Justin. They're just
1: gonna have to deal with it. I that. know, I know. Not I'm kidding. Kevin. I mean, look at this. this hey, this
0: is hey if you know me i love the Kevin scott novels i love the fact that he's not afraid to kill off the characters that he makes you get used to and like yeah nobody's safe i love that in a writer so um but he's got a ya novel coming out uh high republic quest of the jedi is a 30 page one shot by dark horse comics claudia gray is writing that that's due to come out february of 2023 so not too far around the corner for that one. So it'll be exciting to see what Dark Horse does with uh, High Republic here um, in that novel, in, the, in that, um, excuse me, in, the, in that comic. The YA, there's also a YA anthology, wow. YA anthology arrives <laughs> July of 2023 that's essentially connecting all three phases of the High Republic. Several authors are going to be in this um, Zareda Cordova, Tessa Gratton, Claudia Gray, Justina Ireland, Lydia Kang, George Mann, Daniel Jose Older, Kevin Scott, and Charles Soule are all writers in this collection of YA stories that are going to basically stretch all three phases. Um, So that'll be really interesting to see. Um, You know, I like the short stories that they do from time to time, but this will be, you know, an interesting collection. And it does include the phase three stuff, apparently. So that'll be neat to see for like the first time.
2: You're bridging everything. Yeah. Um. So Very cool. There was uh one other High Republic thing. I think it, it got put into the the next section here. But so Daniel Jose Older and uh, Tomio Ogata are gonna write um the Edge of Balance precedent, which is coming out in May of 2023. It's a sequel to the previous manga. Did you guys? read that one i did not
1: i did not uh it's uh-uh. still on my list but. is the edge of balance precedent a sequel um <laughs> hmm the name so suggests a, prequel well, to me but it might be you know, yeah, yeah it's probably knows.
2: a prequel the the uh like it's the second release yeah. it just says f- edge of balance phase Two. Oh, gotcha okay so they're hmm. kind of like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't there. So. Just just read yeah. one of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I just I have a question for you guys before we move on to I'm not other things that we it. found out. Um, H- path of Deceit is out. Have, has anyone started that? I'm more of a River of Deceit uh, kind of guy.
1: Anybody? No? I mean, a river Na- is nineties 90s, 90s alternative music. Um, <laughs> uh, I have not started it yet. I did get my copy last week, but I haven't started it yet. I've been really enthralled by a Stephen King book called The Outsider, but I'm I'm going to get to it really quickly. Hmm.
2: Yeah, I'm going we to read it after Stephen I King. finish uh Melanie C's uh autobiography. Mel C, you would. Yeah, I I, I, totally would. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I got it on audiobook and the the hard copy. Oh, that's a true fan right there. Can I uh can I actually since I brought that up, I'm going to I'm going to do one of my trademark moves and derail us from Star Wars. I'll oh, talk about something completely, completely we, unrelated to anything. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. That's uh, part of what we do here. What I do here. It's the only reason I keep coming back, in, I think. In, <laughs> in, in the rest of the world, Mel C's uh, autobiography is called Who, a- Who uh, Am I? And then there's like a, some subtitle, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And in the United States, it's called The Sporty One My Life as a Spice Girl. Like, if you're buying this book, you already know. Yeah. We don't need to change the branding. Mm-hmm. Like there's no one picking it up and going, "Who's this lady?" So they know she's a
1: Spice Girl.
2: It also came out like two weeks after the in the UK, and it was like Audible's like, "No, you can't have it yet. It's not available in your region." And I was, could have had it done already, but that's okay. Anyway, Hmm. so it's so tough to be an
1: American and like having access to stuff. We never get anything quickly or first. (laughs) She
2: won't tour over here. It's just making me mad. If you didn't have to be here, would you? That's true. Anyway, that's true. moving on. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh so we did find out some more stuff uh at New York Comic Con. Uh there is a book coming out um by um Delilah Dawson, uh Inquisitor Rise of the Red Blade. Um The Red Blades. And that's coming out sometime in 2023. We don't really have a that uh you know the details there on that yet, but um Tells the story of Iscott, uh, Order Sixty Six Survivor who is turn who is now an Inquisitor. And mm-hmm. um she's in the uh Darth Vader comics. Have you guys read that? Charles Sewell. Yes.
1: Yeah, that's like mm-hmm. that gives you a whole other perspective
2: on the Inquisitors there. Yeah, it's wild. So yeah, if you wanna if you wanna get a primer, um before we, this book comes out, make sure you check out those books too. So
1: I I would uh, I'd endorse almost anything Charles Soul
2: writes I think he's so good, oh yeah, yeah same, and he was very nice even though we made people uh, realize he was there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we did sort of <laughs> trying to <laughs> be, and be anonymous, he, and we're like, hey, hey, yeah, he was like, Charles, <laughs> can you take a picture with us? <laughs> yeah, no regrets here. He went, yeah, no, shoot, they recognized me. I'm no, out. <laughs> no regrets, not even one no letter. Regrets. Um, and then uh, so there's a vision. Uh, Manga coming out uh, from Viz Media. Uh, Let's see if I can butcher some Japanese names. Um, So it's from the Ultraman team of... uh, Oh, man. Oh, boy. Anybody anybody have some guesses here? Ichi Ichi Shimizu? Yep. And then then the illustrator is Tomohiro... Oh, yeah, there you go. Tomohiro Shimoguchi. Shimoguchi. That one's a little bit... I was going to add an
1: extra S in the Tomohiro. Tomohiro.
2: Okay. You got it. <laughs> uh, so we don't know when that's coming out, but uh, the uh, Michael Single. See, I don't know anyone's name. Siglaid. Michael. Siglaid. I think when uh, I and I told I think I told Kevin this. I, I until we met him, I thought he pronounced his yeah. name Kavan Kavan And I think yeah. until a couple of years ago, I thought Charles Soul was Charles Soule, so. Soule.
0: I think he said somebody also pronounced it Kevin as well he had like three different pronunciations of his
1: name my name's kavan it's spelled like Kevin, but it's pronounced like kavan it's an old man tv <laughs> joke uh i got it I got thank you it. i got it <laughs> uh when is that star wars visions uh sequel tv
2: show supposed to come out aren't
1: they doing a second one they are i they didn't are. make that up right is there I a release i feel date like on we that?
2: had a release date for that but we i just don't, don't remember it. it okay
1: what it is i did enjoy um, that so
2: i'm looking forward to that so Lucasfilm Publishing Creative Director uh, said that it was really, really special. Um, but we don't have a release date for that either. So just keep your Spring eyes 2023.
1: Spring 2023. Yeah, there we go. Spring 2023 for the Vision yep. Season 2. So we still got a little bit. I
0: pulled uh, a Josh. I used the Google machine.
1: There you go.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's what it's there for. <laughs> it's at our fingertips, literally. Uh,
0: yeah. yeah, it's
2: nice. Uh, Sana Staros is getting her own Marvel miniseries uh from Justina Ireland and it is coming uh, staros number 1 will be on your comic book shelf comic book store shelf in February 2023 hmm. and then last but not least this is kind of one of the thi- the, th- the things that I look forward to the most um mm-hmm. this Star Wars timelines book from DK publishing um, it's a tome that will chronicle all of Star Wars history from movies, books, comics, and more. I'm hoping it's kind of like the old essential chronology yeah. books that they put out. They haven't done Man, something like this like, in a lo- since the Disney era, right? Mm-hmm. No, not yeah, they really they did. Uh, no, Just the we haven't really gotten. We've gotten some guidebooks, but not the guide. the essential it's guides different. from back in the day were so. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was before. I mean, now you have Wikipedia. But it's still kind of fun to have the book too. For sure. Because there's good pictures and stuff in there. But the chronology, man, when I was like working my way through the books and like reading old stuff and it it really helped you tie everything together. Because you just had this book that was the whole story mm-hmm. and all, all of the story beats without some of the finer details. Um, and it was like, and I think that kind of, you know, I always talk about how I didn't nitpick things because it was just like, history like this is mm-hmm. what happened in this other universe mm-hmm. and i think having that chronology it was kind of like having this star it's wars like history, history book, book. so yeah. yep. um i'm excited for this i hope that it's something i hope it's not something completely different and i'm just wishing that it's you know something else we'll see
0: it's nice to know where you're at in the Star Wars timeline with new stuff coming out and where it falls in between those things. Well,
2: especially so. since we have stuff coming out everywhere. I, like Tab watches all of this stuff with me. She's reading the books and stuff, and she's still confused mm-hmm. half the time about where the time. We're watching – that's one of her first questions uh, is always like, where are we at – what, ha- what, what is this before and after, and is Yoda alive? Usually those are her. I might have already said that right. on the show, but she's... Odds are Yoda's uh, alive. That's the thing with Yoda. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So. Very cool. Lots of news, lots of Star Wars stuff coming out of NYCC, coming lots of High Pipeline. Republic stuff. We are always excited for High Republic stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, can't get enough of that. I haven't started in the new book yet, but that's next on the list. So, yeah. I, have but, fun. Yeah, there's, I mean... There's One lot more of thing TV from right New Comic Con.
2: Spit it out. I uh, really wish I would have known that Brendan Fraser was going to be there and that Maggie was going to meet him because he's the only signature left I need for my Encino Man VHS tape mm, to complete it. Yeah, I have Polly, I have Sean Astin. I need the Mummy. Brendan Fraser is having a whole <laughs> full moment right now too. He is. Yeah, He I is. Know.
1: I love it for oh, him. Yeah. Me too. Couldn't
0: happen to yep. a nicer guy. Kudos for him. He is a good dude. Because I obviously know him personally. A couple of times we hung well, out. He, he seems like a good. Dude. Dude. I've heard
2: good things. <laughs> yeah, I've heard
0: good things. Um, all right. Well, let's dive in to uh, a, a show, a little show that you may have heard of. Um, I don't know if you've heard of this one. It's called uh, Ander Clone Maybe oh. I thought did it was you, called Ander you know This one. Cassian Ander, Ander. And Ander. Durss. Um, this was the theme of this week's episode, the theme music. Different from last week's. Um, I love how they're changing up the, the theme music in the beginning. Just kind of like yeah, the whole intro rotating it through way. different feels. Yeah, I like it. This is more calming. And the episode I thought was quite, quite calming.
2: That's Um, not what you said in the group chat. It (laughs) it is not what I said in the group chat. It doesn't seem like there's an official release
1: of the Andor music online yet, though, like they've been doing with The Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett.
0: Yeah. So here's what I, in the group chat, when I, when we first kind of started talking about this, is like, we got the first watch in. I was bored out of my mind in this episode. This was one of my favorite episodes. and, And trust me, like, don't get me wrong. There's a difference in like pacing and being bored and like just not liking what's presented to you it wasn't that the content was bad how it was presented I thought was rather slow and I think they could have done it a different way to make the episode go a little bit quicker that's just my take on it like everybody's different um I thought the content was good though but I think when I went back and I watched it the second time the other part that I kind of forget is I'm so caught up in the like the the felony TV dual mid-season episodes and dual uh season finale episodes and they're like two-parters this felt very like not part of a two-part like if next week is supposed to be a mid-season finale I would expect it to be you know 45 minutes and like hey let's get a good here's the midway point of the season but at the same time I don't know like that's kind of what you expect from Filoni when he's got those like two-parter episodes and you go okay here's the first episode of a of a season finale and here's the second one. And it, but it didn't feel like it was a build up. I just felt like a lot of the storytelling that they did and what they talked about could have been summarized in different ways that would have presented the material faster and then we could have actually like gotten into the mission and then next week could have been the conclusion of the mission. But maybe they start it next week and then conclude the mission in episode 7. I don't know. I don't, don't want to watch
1: two episodes of them robbing this little outpost, you know, I think that would be incredibly boring yeah. to me, but I don't, I didn't find this episode to be any slower pace than episode two, which was the middle of that first three episode arc. Um, I just think it came as a three episode package and we all watched it straight through mm. like a movie. Uh, I'd be interested to see how you feel about the pace of episode, whatever, seven and 11 to see if the, yeah. the <laughs> middle point of those, next little 3 episode right. arcs are feel slow to you too yeah. to me it's like the middle it's the middle um the, the middle installment of a trilogy it's just a little different you know things are down mm-hmm. people aren't feeling as good i think if they abridged much of anything in this episode i think the stuff with Cyril's mom like there was probably twice as much of that as we really needed. But otherwise, mm-hmm. I think if you abridged any of this, you probably would really cheapen, um, these characters. I think it just like, here's these five guys and they hate the empire. Let's go to you. That doesn't do them any service. I think we needed to learn all these things about whatever skein and, well. and, um, uh, what's his name there. Well, so
0: like the Imperial base of operations on Ferrix that they're setting up, I think that whole thing could have gone, I didn't need that, it could have been as simple as him walking down the hall, but like that, you're right, that part, a lot of the stuff with Cyril and his mother could have been cut, so that, you know, if it shortens the episode, then hey, maybe we get to the start of this mission, and we go, I thought this stuff with um, Cassian and Skeen, uh, his, his first name's not Skeen, that's his last name, but um
1: they're all going by last name
0: don i can't remember what is yeah he, i thought that was important because um you know you've got a member of this party who not that the rest don't trust him it's just clear to skein that he's very very uh he's very very skeptical of cassian or clem at this point he's very very skeptical of him and he's trying to find something to prove it um you know and and just kind of keeps keeps going after him right like even in the beginning when he's searching through his stuff and um you know he said well vel told me to do it did she really take she's still asleep over there did she really tell you to search the stuff or was that you searching it and you just said vel did it you know what i mean like it started there i think that mistrust and he just tried to cover it a little bit
1: well, I think they're, the mistrust is warranted. They're, these guys are like sleeping in the dirt. Mm-hmm. Look at all these measures they've gone to to hide from the empire. Their whole, you know, that you can listen to them talking about how many uh, natives used to show up to this three-year event, and it was thousands and thousands, and now it's less than a mm-hmm. hundred. You know, they've essentially exterminated the population of this planet, which, like, you know, this is hitting home to these people, and I think just a random stranger coming in and the rebellion hasn't really started yet. You know, there have been Mm -hmm. some things. There's the, the list of stuff that the ISB agent was talking about when they're in their little room, she and her assistant. Uh, so there are some things happening, but they don't know, you know, it's not common knowledge. So they're doing as far as they're concerned, something that's never been done. And they're taking such a risk. Like to me, it's totally, totally warranted that you wouldn't trust anybody that's coming in at the final mm-hmm. hour. Right.
0: Three it, days before
2: you can't trust anybody, you know, when you're mm-hmm. doing this kind of thing. And, and it's not like it. Yeah. Like you said, Cassian's coming in at the 11th hour. Clem, uh, middle name, middle initial N, Clem? last name, Tyne. Clem and Tyne. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, <Really cool> name. <laughs> and it's not like, it's not like uh, Clem is like being friendly. You know, he's being an aloof, weird, secretive weirdo. Mm-hmm. So, of course, the, like, l- let's do everything we can to make them not trust me. <laughs> but he was yeah. also
1: put in a, a kind of no-win situation. He doesn't yeah. really know what's well, going on. He barely knows the person that brought him here and was told not to mention him at all. He doesn't know this right. bell girl that brought him in. So, what's he? He's hiding this, yeah, like, yeah, a, priceless heirloom around his neck, essentially. he. He's sort of back against a wall and he has nowhere to go either. You know, if he leaves here, where's he? He's on the run, you know? So he's, his back's against a wall too. And I think Mm -hmm. by the end of this episode, we've all, we've come to terms with all of this stuff. I really liked it. I thought, like I said, this was my favorite episode yet. I didn't find it slow or boring at all.
0: I, let's, um, Let's start with the first. I got a little bit of audio here with uh, Skeen and um, Cassian. They're kind of in the camp. This is towards the beginning of the episode. They're talking about Skeen and um, he's got tattoos on his body. And it's very interesting to hear what he, he describes uh, about his tattoos.
1: You know what this means, don't you? Yeah, I saw your eyes go right to it. Cray head.
2: See, they don't know. They don't know. I got no idea. What about this? By the hand. So where were you? Sipo, youth center.
0: Three years, I was 13 when I went in. I never heard of it. Well, you didn't miss anything. Yeah.
1: They built a lot of cages, huh? The axe forgets, but the tree remembers. I love that. Mm Mm-hmm. Now it's our turn to do the chopping. I like that end. <laughs> um, now it's our turn to do that, the chopping. This stuff is are the things in Star Wars that drive me crazy. Like he said, yeah, that's Crate Head. And this is the by the hand. That's by the hand. And like we don't actually know what that means. And who knows if we'll like when we'll ever find out like we we know what crate dragons are, and we it's spelled like that. It's not spelled like crate in uh, the Last Jedi, which is C R A I T. This is crate K R A Y T, according to the subtitles. You know, grain salt, whatever. But there it is. Uh, but obviously, I mean, I don't think he fought a crate dragon or anything. This sounds like he was in some kind of prison or work camp, or he was whatever. enslaved Mm -hmm. maybe even but does that mean it was on tatooine does that like is the crate head just a random name i
2: wonder you know i I would just love Mm -hmm. to know more about that i'm not sure about the by the hand but the i think because the crate head tattoo is the one like with the what looks to be a barcode and numbers that I think mm-hmm. Cratehead Head might literally be the name of the, the prison he was in.
1: Yeah, that's what I was gathering from mm-hmm. the context. It looks like something that you would like scan a a prisoner or a whatever. Yeah. Um and then by the hand, like what do we know that there in legends there was the Emperor's hand and there was the hand of Thrawn and those things, but I, I can't imagine he would be involved in either of those. That would be kinda crazy, I think, was it is that something to do with the cratehead prison was he in a gang in there was he in like is it a whole other kind of prison or camp or something i don't know
0: i don't know if you and it's and totally why don't different, why does cassian
1: but, know about it and not these other people i mean obviously cassian knows right. a lot of stuff and that's kind of we get that throughout this whole episode he knows how to um you know figure out the weight of the ship to get it off the whatever, all that technical speak about flying the ship. Uh and he he knows that they should be standing on opposite sides with their guns and he knows who's all right handed and left handed and he even knows that the one guy is right handed but he shoots left. And um you know, so he's showing the us and them how savvy he is and he can, you know, recognize all these symbols or whatever, but um, why? Why don't those other people recognize it? Are they just locals? And skiing has been kind of more traveled and more worldly, or or what? There's just, I,
0: I think they're just very green around the gills. Like they're they're new. I think he's he knows more about the empire than they do, and that's why he's shocked. You know that they like this plan that is supposed to be a big heist is this you know, for however long they've been planning, like, this is the information that you have? Like, really? He was like, what? no, he's like, it, when, when they get to the part where he talks about the, um, the driving, um, you know, where he's talking to Vel and I can't remember, Tamarin, I think is the other guy. Um, and they're trying to f- ask him how he figures out the weight. How do you figure out the weight? It's like that, well, if it was you, how would you do it? well why are you asking me don't you know well yeah i know but i just want to see if you know it's kind of like that conversation <laughs> and cassian's like no <laughs> like you don't know do you and and it's it's kind of a shocker that he knows more about him than they do so he knows he's it's it's rough and he knows it's not not gonna go well so um You're right, though, Kyle. We do get a lot more on these characters in this episode, and a very important one is Nemec. Um, Nemec is, and
1: we're getting that like to these mm -hmm. people who are the early stages of the rebellion. It's just as important to them why you're here. Like they, it's very easy for them to recognize that he knows his shit. He can Mm -hmm. contribute to the team. I don't think that's ever really in question. The one guy says, "I can tell just by the look of you in the in the first time they meet." Whatever. Uh, but it still matters to them. Like, why are you doing this? Not yep. just that you're yep. able to, but what what is, what is your what's the purpose that's driving you to take this risk? Because that that matters to them, and I think that's a that is like really telling. Because this is um, they're not just stealing. You know what I mean? They're not just robbing someone. This is like for the, money the money greater for a good. This is
2: for mm-hmm. freedom. Uh, I I don't know. I th- I've <laughs> I freaking loved this episode. Well, yeah, that that (laughs) the young guy is like the truest of true believers. Big time. He's like uh, dude's writing a manifesto. Yeah,
0: here, here's here's Nemec on his uh, manifesto in uh, Imperial Technology. No, no, no. This was pretty early on. This was when they were broke camp in the morning, um, and
1: Skeen had just kind of given a. There's a whole Mon Mothma Mothma situation in between there, and some milk. And an uh, analog I mean, navigation yes. tech.
0: I, I did not include the uh, Mon Mothma in her turd nugget husband, who I, is of no help, and her sassy daughter. Well, I f- who I feel like they wanted probably nothing no to ad- do with mom. Her sister
1: or her, her sister. Her daughter has probably been t- completely and totally neglected. She's a senator, yeah. so a that's like a busy mm-hmm. job to begin with, and she is financing and secretly starting a rebellion against the galactic empire which is probably also Mm -hmm. somewhat time consuming and she can't tell them why it's a big secret so her daughter probably thinks she's just a jerk who doesn't care about them and is off doing whatever she wants all the time
2: i mean we've seen this i mean being the leader of the rebellion is really hard on your family i mean Leia hadn't seen her dad or her brother in like 19 years because of the rebellion Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. so and i mean
1: i no offense got, to them come on that them was them both, funny so. come
2: on that was funny laugh laugh clown <laughs> <laughs> the, little, um, so the, the tiniest of chuckles from kyle oh, <laughs> but yes we Too you're right
0: we did get some like pink or peach colored milk which is called dre milk in here mm-hmm. and apparently it is not as good as the green or the blue milk um so stay cassie, away from cassie
1: just might not Dray like milk, milk in general
0: that's also true. Maybe he's a juice guy in the morning. Um, I, I have
1: one more Mon Mothma theory. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it possible that her husband is informing on her? Do you think? Because she is keeping him like very Could much be. at arm's length. There's the awkward stuff where he is inviting her political rivals to dinner and his friends with them. And then there's the stuff in the car where, oh, I was talking to so-and-so and he knows what you're doing more than I do. And when... She was like, "Yeah, well, I didn't think you'd be interested And she wasn't indulging in it and as soon as she kind of ended the conversation, he was like, "Yeah, driver, we just take the expressway and get us yeah, home." Take the he didn't want to have <laughs> like if if you're not going to tell me anything then like let's just forget this." Right. Uh I don't know. Right. It seems like he was kind of prying for information and he's talking to her uh whatever counterparts um I don't know. Mhm. A-
2: yeah, I th- uh, that's a that's a good idea. I'm wondering how, like, because th- obviously by the time...
1: He's obviously not an what, awesome guy, but are we making him out to be that bad of a guy at the same time? I don't know.
2: When we... What, we see her in Rebels, and she's already kind of like on the run. She's mm-hmm. not really in the Senate anymore. At this point, she's still in the Senate. So the, the, I feel like it fits in the timeline... Well we're in season one get, of
1: rebels right now in season one of andor those are running congruently, so right that's what
2: I'm saying like it it would fit the timeline for her to get informed on soon mm-hmm. or found out soon you know mm-hmm. she's she's gonna take some sort of step uh either this season or next season that I think you know leads to her being yeah like full on rebel leader yeah. instead of enemy of the state, you know, yeah.
1: Um, I wonder, yeah, I wonder if he's going to play a part in that. Uh, it's, uh, he's on notice in my book. Mr. Mothma, could just be that you're on notice. It,
0: it could just be that, you know, he is a rich socialite that maybe he doesn't know what she's up to. And then we could see that if she does get found out and has to go on the lam, maybe he covers for her. He it's just,
1: possible that he really is it, just trying possible. to reach out to her and he wanted to have a conversation and know what what's going on with her and he was trying to bridge that gap. But I don't I, I mean, don't tell that you can tell, the, you can tell been, it's strained. I don't think they've been giving off that vibe from him at all. I think he seemed a l- no, little but bit it, more weasley than that. So At we'll the see. same
0: time too though, he in the beginning, you know, she's like, Oh, what's this? And it's oh it's a dinner party. I've got guests coming over. And she's like, What guests? And he's like, I've had it on the calendar for a month. He's like but you didn't pay attention to it. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I, I think maybe yeah, I think he is to trying understand to their do dynamics things
1: too because they live right. together. And he said, "Well, I put it on the I put it on the digital calendar. I never told you. We never talked about it. <laughs> hey, man. I never said, is it okay for me to invite these people that I know are your political enemies?' Uh, I mean, I well, yeah, that's
0: that's the thing. He may not know that. Like you don't think so? Thing. I think he, I think he does a little bit, but I don't. I think he's also a rich socialite and goes, "I want to hobnob with other rich socialite people," oh. and that's what he wants to do. And he doesn't. He's not concerned with the politics of it. Well, I mean, that's because he said your one.
1: <laughs> so like, yes.
0: I mean, um, well, that would be like. See, like my thing would be is if I scheduled a dinner party and didn't put it on a, didn't put it on the calendar, and B invited a bunch of my wife's enemies, she'd be livid and i would right? say deservedly but so. yeah but if he's saying like look i put this out there a month ago you, you all you had to do was look at it and approve it and you didn't take the time to do it you know i, I see what he's i mean well, i don't know Justin's that he knows i Of doing. always
1: sympathizing <laughs> with the bad guys my interpretation is that they're writing this guy to be a bit of a jerk I, uh so we don't have any I think reason so to too. expect that he has like uh benevolent uh intentions behind any of this that's but my reading.
0: I, I'll take, I'll take a bet and see if, if she has to go on the lam and has to go into hiding, he covers for her. I don't. And says I, he didn't know. I think he'll flip as soon as he has to to save his own skin. I think he finds out at, at some point and then, he says, and then he covers for her. And he says, I didn't know. I don't know what's going on. So, And then he's left with Lida.
1: Josh, Lida? what's your take? Lida? You think uh, Mr. Mothma is going to stick up
2: for Mon? Cover for her? i don't know yeah i think you you're talking about telegra- telegraphing him to be a bad guy is is what makes me think that maybe he will but i don't i'm not sure i'm honestly you know what i'm doing right now is i'm trying to figure out if i think he looks like billy ray cyrus or not oh, <laughs> a little
0: bit well let me um well he does that let me play no, this I, um, not,
2: I got him side by side i think he looks like a highbrow billy ray cyrus
0: nice. higher brow than nice. With With the real, real billy ray cyrus bun. Well, he's That's got the man bun, not the mullet. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You know? Could he's a mullet not a be turned bun, into so. a man bun? I mean, it seems like. Uh, I don't know. Is
0: there enough hair up towards the top? I mean, part it to sure get it depends up here, on how long it you like grow your mullet. Up there? It? I don't know. I've yeah. never had a mullet, so I don't or know. Or a man bun, I would assume. <laughs> or a man bun. <laughs> well, there was that one yeah, phase in height. No. <laughs> um Well, let me play this uh, Nemec Manifesto here before we get too far into other things. We've grown reliant on Imperial tech and we've made ourselves vulnerable. A growing list of things we've known and forgotten things he talks that really just, fast just to too by the way things like freedom
1: that sees oppression everywhere scheme pretends not to listen but i know the message is sinking in <laughs> he's writing a manifesto did he tell you apparently the only thing keeping us from liberty is a few more ideas A few more ideas i mean it's so confusing isn't it so much going wrong so much to say and all of it happening so quickly the pace of repression outstrips our ability to understand it. Mm.
0: That is the real trick of the Imperial yeah, cool. Machine. It's easier to hide behind 40 atrocities than a single incident. But they have a fight on their hands, don't they? Our elemental rights are such a simple thing to hold, they will have to shake the galaxy awfully hard to loosen our grip. Uh,
1: I'd like to hear what Clem believes.
0: Yeah, Clem. What you got? <laughs> I know what I'm
1: against. Everything else will have to wait. You're my ideal reader. <laughs> <laughs> now you've done it. I haven't titled it yet. I've been waiting. It's a work in progress. And I know that there's a great deal left to say. I mean, look right here. Fresh inspiration. Two seemingly random objects in like, this the chart's book astral path. The this map's trail political
0: consciousness. Both systems based on truth. Both navigating toward clear and achievable outcomes. Basic facts expanding. <laughs> Don't. To right. God.
1: Gotta go do things. I, lo- I love Nemec. And I am pretty sure he's dying tomorrow. I'm pretty sure he's dying day after too. tomorrow. <laughs> um, and that's going to make me really, really sad. And he hasn't even typed up his manifesto. I hope somebody grabs his handwritten journal and we can do something with his, at least his ideas can live on. Cause I'm pretty sure he's going to bite the dust. Uh, and his, uh, his whole take on all that was just way too relatable for my personal, uh, like comfort.
2: Well, that whole like flood, uh, uh the, uh, hiding behind a thousand atrocities mm-hmm. or whatever it, that's like uh flooding the news there's a million sca- there's a million scandals so that way you don't yep. pay t- attention the yep. news cycle moves so fast that you don't pay attention to the things as they happen
1: well even the navigation mm-hmm. tech that's controlled by I mean the GPS is a is a government controlled uh thing it's it's operated by the US military global GPS so we could lose access to that theoretically at any point in time on the whim of you know, a horrible person. And then a lot of people would have a hard time getting around. Psh,
0: just bust out your AAA triptychs and you'll be all right. Yeah, people. who knows
1: how to read a map and a compass? <laughs> Not a ton of people unless you're a backpacker, you know, an ex-Boy Scout. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, Kyle. I don't, uh, I don't see
0: Nemec getting out of this. God, it's a dang um, shame. I know. He's it's my, uh, like but-
1: potentially one of my favorite Star Wars characters. He, I love him. I I am such a But there's got to be
0: a catalyst, right? Like, there has to be a catalyst for Cassian to go, you know, this is why we need to do this, and this is why I need to be more invested in the cause. And have we, did we, we haven't gotten Nemec's backstory yet, right? We don't understand why he's doing this, or other than it's just wrong to him, but we don't have a backstory on him, so. For
1: for a lot of people, that's just enough. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't necessarily have to have had his brother murdered or his parents taken away or, you know, it for some people, it's enough that like, I just recognize that's what I read him as a person. Who's just a little bit ahead of the curve. As far as I am aware of what's really happening, not just what they're telling us is happening. Cause that's the other right. thing about the empire. And media is that they're, you know, they're feeding you propaganda and they're telling you what you want to hear. So like these 40 atrocities, this is just, these are the things that happen and it just was the way it was and we're moving on and this is, there's nothing you can do about it. And he kind of sees the forest through the trees, you know, and he's like, no, this is not the way it is. And this is why they've done these things. This is why they've, you know, limited what we can know and what we can do. And what so we don't have the ability to to be free and live on our own and make our own decisions. We're reliant on them and then we're beholden mm-hmm. to them. And that's uh, they not said a good they, place to be.
0: I think Vel's conversation with Cassian when they were first walking through the mountains was they had cleared out all of those people within 10 years from that valley um, with how quickly they moved. um. And just the people left yep. and they built cities and towns and factories and just
1: industrialized it in a matter of years. It took Christopher like Columbus years. 50. 10 is impressive. <laughs>
0: 10 is efficient. That's crazy. Um, Columbus Day, we get, uh,
1: Indigenous Peoples. Trip. <laughs> yes, it is
0: Indigenous Peoples Day. Yep.
1: Um, we did, did get um, did, a, did, a uh, good conversation. a whole we, full of people. So there you
0: go. We did talk a little bit about... Um, Cassian and Vel in this mission and them driving um, and this, this conversation I laughed at.
1: Obviously, it's a track launch. So Obviously. there's an adjusted thrust ratio to make it up the ramp. Okay. It's on an overhead rail.
2: Has to be. Huh? So calibrating the weight. <laughs> what about it? How would you do it? <laughs> How would I know the weight? Is this a test?
0: It's a simple question.
1: I mean, we know, but do you know? I don't think they were ever even really trying to hide that they didn't know.
0: We know how to fly it.
2: Yeah, but you gotta get it up there first.
1: Answer the question.
2: You really don't.
1: Do you? You don't know how to get it out of there. How do you input the weight? You sure it's on the rail? Yes. It's
0: mounted. It's ready to go. That's how they keep it, are you sure of that? Yes, we're sure. Lieutenant Gorn is in there every day.
2: Okay. There's a load clutch. It's a big, ugly handle, just right next to the booster throttle. Mm. There's a gate, just below, to read out the weight. Why isn't this in the manual? Because Pssh. it's a custom job. It's, it's an add-on. <laughs> what were you going to do if I wasn't here?
1: might have been ugly, but... We'd have figured it out. No, nope. We wanted to be sure. It's a giant nope. handle nope. with a readout right under <laughs> the <laughs> throttle. They probably no, would have figured you're it
2: told. out. No, you are told. I'm flying it. <laughs> we can say it's your idea. I don't care about if it's my ass on the line. I'm pulling this.
0: Yeah. No. I don't I don't think they would have. I think they would have struggled, and they would have been caught by that point. That's just my take, but... No, I doubt you're it. You're giving them a lot more credit
1: than what well, I think said they... There, there's the booster. It's the big handle right under the booster. There's a readout. Like, I mean, mm. uh, how... I think it, and if they're very familiar with the, um, whatever the schematics or the, he's familiar with the manual, the manual, they would have recognized the yeah. aftermarket part. I, I, I mean, I think they would have figured it out and they made the right decision to ask him and it shows their commitment. They know there's a gap, like they are very aware of this gap in their plan and mm-hmm. they're going to do it anyway. Cause that's how important it is to them. And they're just going to figure it out. Um, and now he's recognizing how much they need him. That he's yes he wants this money and he didn't really have anywhere to go but these people are uh, likely to fail without him so
0: mm-hmm. he's which I love that the um the money is like they look like giant poker chips I mean I know they're like credits like stacked in those you know, giant disc reels like so but they look like poker chips it's on the side weird
1: to me like I is the Empire paying a whole region of employees in. Cash like wh- when he first said that we're stealing a uh, sector payroll, I thought they were stealing like data like information. these are people's names right. this is maybe even a way to digitally steal their money. like you mean to tell me the Empire doesn't have direct deposit? Give me a break i I mean i <laughs> gr- whatever that's a little bit silly to me, but it it is what it I is. mean I guess that's how they operate, but
0: hey, this was a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Maybe they don't have direct deposit. Right. Nobody. Laser ever
2: swords, <laughs>
1: spaceships, data pads, but they still, don't transfer. Still credits. using hard yeah, currency. They don't have.
0: They still use hard currency. So, um, maybe, maybe hmm. they haven't thought of it yet. I don't know. But yes, they're giant poker chip discs of
1: chips on racks with racks and racks and um, racks. A whole yeah, it's a lot of money. Yeah. So. Nice crazy but i guess that's um, how they do it they send a whole sector's worth of payroll out from one place in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. in the expanded universe i think credits were digital because i remember like boba doing like transactions and buying stuff without like on his hud
1: I'm almost you know, positive I've seen people transfer credits digitally in the Star Wars universe in some way too. But I, I
2: mean, you do the
0: bounty hunters thing on Batuu, and you stick your armband in there, and the the little dude pops up and deposits credits into your account for doing the bounties.
1: So again, not so it not does. Clear it does, does exist. Vampires doing this this way, <laughs> right? Which is, <laughs> seems both inefficient, a little antiquated, uh, expensive, and potential for either fraud or theft. But, what, what but hey, I? Star Wars they didn't loves a good train heist. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, <this> <laughs> we're going to gonna like get a train, train heist. heist. Number three or four or something in the last few years. Right,
0: <laughs> right. Uh, we did get a brief uh, little, little screen time here with Dedra and uh, her I attendant... Like her. Geert Hurt, I think is his name, but um, I do like her. She's, um, she's very smart. She's very intelligent. Um, she reminds me of like a savvy
1: detective in a, in a like crime, like a modern day U.S. crime show or something. Uh, she's like mm-hmm. really digging into these clues and connecting dots and uh, it's really cool to me. That's something we don't really yeah. get in the Star Wars universe a lot. Mm
0: hmm. She's uh, doubting herself a little bit, just a little bit here. So let's take a listen.
2: Bosnian Prime?
1: It's useless. They haven't broken, misplaced, or mislabeled a single military component in the past 12 quarters.
2: Well, maybe there's an unofficial ledger.
1: I I wouldn't trust anything coming out of that. Imperial Navy is the only account they have left at this point, and they never admit anything's wrong.
2: You should go. I didn't realize how late it was. I'm staying if you are. I don't know what I'm doing.
1: About any of it. Yes, you do. You're onto something. Kessel. Fondor. Targeting consoles from Jakku. Proton warheads from Base K. The Steerguard Starpath. He's right, though. It's
2: too spread out to be organized. But you don't believe that. Hmm. I know this. If I was them, this is how how I'd do it. I'd spread it out. Never climb the same fence twice. It's too random to be random. (laughs) Love that. Two more files each.
0: All right, let's go. It's too random to be random.
2: That makes sense. That's why when I play my Spotify playlist and hit shuffle, it'll play two songs from the same artist back Mm -hmm. to back, because when it is random, that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if it was
1: truly random, you would have
2: repeat things, repeat just coincidentally. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, someone wasn't paying close enough attention and was just throwing planet names out because I don't think that there was an Imperial base or anything on Jakku at this time. I think that's the whole point in the Emperor doing his stuff there is because it was a random backwater with nothing there.
1: Yeah, I was Mm -hmm. curious about that, too. Why would anything be going on on Jakku? I thought that was sort of the whole point, was that it was like a different version of Tatooine. Not a lot going on there. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Sand. Yeah.
0: Yeah. um, But did enjoy getting... We we really did not get a lot of Dedra in this episode, so that was... Um, nice to see her just for a little bit in this scene um, like the detective work is pretty cool um, we do get a little bit of um, backstory on Gorn and kind of what happened with him in this episode um, and why in, in Cassian's curiosity to Vel as to why Gorn is in this fight as an Imperial officer
2: emergency comm signal red, red clear signal, my turn Lieutenant Gorn What's an Imperial lieutenant doing getting involved with this? What difference does it make? Everyone else seems to know.
0: He fell in love with a local woman and lost a promotion. Then he lost the woman. Then he lost his taste for the Empire. Everyone has their own rebellion.
1: There you go. When, they, when she says he lost the woman, do you think they killed her?
0: that's what i assumed i don't think she just
1: well i mean they could have they could have lost
0: the promotion piece out they (laughs) could have just sent her away
1: or something or imprisoned her or Mm -hmm. something like that but yep that's what i
0: figured is he lost her in some way shape or form like that that you don't want to have happen um I don't think she decided. Well, you missed your promotion. Well, sorry, no, no, I, I go, get go find that, a new man. But...
1: I didn't think that was the reason um, she left him. No, this gives context to his conversation he had <clears throat> up on the whatever on the rampart observation area with Corporal Kimsey. Is that his name? Kimsey, something like mm-hmm. that. Uh, and, and Kimsey was, uh, yeah, there, there was all there were, used to be thousands of these locals. Could you imagine? You could probably smell them, and he was talking all this trash and. Uh, you could tell Gorn didn't really like that. He had kind of a stank look on his face. Hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was not a happy camper. Um, he, we did
1: get a lot of... Not a lot, but we got a couple little clips of him orchestrating this whole uh, heist where he's making sure all his people are where they need to be, uh, which means like out of the way. Uh, and mm-hmm. there was a really good one where he was talking about uh, to the, the people down right by all the credits, the payroll. Uh, why isn't this painted? We've got so-and-so coming this week. We've get everybody down here tomorrow. I want every single person in here working on this. And then he got them to say, oh, sir, this is the, you know, that big event. Not a lot of people want to be here. It would be really sad if they mm-hmm. missed this being locked inside, so then, at their request, he says, "Okay, fine, everybody can be out watching while this heist is happening, and we can clear this room out. But then, right after that, we gotta make sure we mm-hmm, get this mm-hmm. all knocked out. i just I thought it was really good his like his scheme to get everything lined up the way he needed to set them up for success,
0: yeah, yep um as there a lot of this you know in the latter half of the episode is them kind of going through the hills and the mountains to get to the location that's right by the base so they can kind of start what they were going to do um along the way um cassian uh gets confronted by Skeen. Skeen basically holds a knife to his neck finds the kyber you know pulls the kyber crystal off of him um which i you know if i was cassian i would have corrected him and said hey it's not worth thirty thousand. It's worth fifty thousand. Get your get your amounts right. But in the moment, he's more uh, focused on getting the Kyber back. And um, but he kind of calls out. He calls out Skeen here, and basically is like, "Look, dude, if you if you want to try to blame why you should abort this mission on me, like don't don't let me be the reason because I'm just doing this to get paid. Like I'm still going to go through with it. But if you're trying to find a way to chicken out, then." your own reason to chicken out don't blame it on me uh, and this is what he says to uh, Skeen here if I can uh, where did I put that one here it is I'm being paid
2: paid to be here you need to know that's it what yeah I'm here for the money
0: Nemec is shocked at you this can't point. live
2: with that I'm not worth it I'll walk away and wish you luck but that's what it is I don't want to walk in Looking over my shoulder You knew this
0: The choice was take him or call it off
2: Call it off? You should have told us days ago Maybe so It just would have been something else What's that mean? The day before is always hard Too much time to worry You think we're scared? I know you are It's really only the money To take a risk like this Come on. Maybe you're the one that's afraid. Of course, I'm afraid. But there's a difference between fear and losing your nerve. Hmm. You went out of this. Make a choice. Don't use me as an excuse. Boom. He really flipped it on him there.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, he did. He said, uh, "Yeah, that was a good, good way with words on Cassian's part." Um, But it's funny because they move on and they're they're kind of talking about like you know, being afraid, not doing the mission and things like that. And Nemec's like, wait a minute, you're not in this for the cause. He's like still focused. He's still processing like, wait, this dude's just getting paid to be here. And he, he's just, he doesn't care about anything else that we're doing. Well, yeah, I think Um, they're they're all coming
1: at this from like different angles, you know, like Skeen doesn't, mm -hmm. he's been in prison. His brother was killed. He's got trust issues. He, they've been sleeping in the dirt with the pigs and eating, Nasty milk for God knows how long, and here comes Cassian with whatever a thirty to fifty thousand dollar kyber crystal around his neck in it for the cash, Uh, and he hasn't paid these dues, and I think he resents that and doesn't trust him because it maybe you're not all the way in, you know, you haven't sacrificed what we have. How do we know that you're as committed as we are? And then you know that that's that's Nemec's thing too. Is like I don't I don't really care that why you're here but as long as you believe in what we're doing you know what I mean and he anything mm-hmm. else is I think he cares more about that rather than he's actually valuable to the team from like a technical standpoint you know what I mean he just wants true believers uh, regardless of who they are uh, and I, th- I think it's hurtful mm-hmm. to him that he he just doesn't care and that's a, a or doesn't seem uh, I to yeah and it,
0: that's a, a thing with with mercenaries right is is sometimes if the stakes get too hot or if the if the outcome doesn't look good they walk away they back out because they're not invested in the cause the same way as a believer is um Uh, who's willing to die for it or to to see the mission through whereas a mercenary goes you know what i'll just take the next job i'm out
1: and i think it's fair to say like in reality in his heart of hearts Cassian's somewhere in between there I don't think he's like the full-on true believer that he is at the end of Rogue One or like Nemec is right now, but I also don't think he doesn't care at all. I think he definitely hates the Empire. He's got his own vendetta against them. We know that for sure. These guys don't know, and we don't know, you know, kind of where he is on that spectrum, but I don't think it's fair to say he doesn't care at all. I think he just isn't as bought in as them, or maybe it's more that he doesn't believe there's really anything they can actually do about it.
2: I think that's what it is. I think it's the lack of hope yeah. for change, mm-hmm. which we, as we know, mm-hmm. rebellions are built on hope. That's true. So, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, in, I'm, I can't wait to see what his moment of true buy-in ends up being. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going to be really well if they do it right. It'll be really cool. <laughs> it
0: could be. <laughs> we, um, we do get uh, uh, Skeen does apologize. To Cassian basically, in a roundabout way, he basically explains why he's in the fight. Uh, his brother was a tree farmer um, empire yeah. came the took his land flooded destroyed it, destroyed it. And, then yep, he, flooded and then his it. brother killed himself yep um you know, even though they may not have been directly the the thing that killed him in the roundabout way, They're yeah, they killed him yeah. so Yep, they're responsible for it. And that's his, his grudge against the Empire. And the, the last thing that we leave with in this episode is Luthan and uh, Kleia back in the shop. So we go back to Coruscant. Um, we're in the shop. Did you guys notice the little um, trinkets behind him up on the shelves? So there were the stones that look very similar to the Indiana Jones <laughs> stones um, in there. The, like, kind of rounded with the wavy lines oh, yeah. on it that were the glowing stones. Um, and then there looked to be like a giant square and triangular uh holocron up there sitting up on the top shelf. So, go back, take a look at that. But this is uh Luthen and Clea having a uh, closing up shop for the evening.
2: I thought you were turning it off, I was
0: just going. To. I'm curious about the nature of you these two stones.
2: I'm
0: keeping you up, agreed.
2: There's nothing coming through tonight. You want to be useful? Go glean some coins.
0: <laughs> Happy? Have you checked your walk away pack? Yes. And the one on the fonder?
2: I don't like seeing you nervous. There's nothing else you can do, Luthen. They're either going to be okay, aren't they, or they're not?
0: What? That's a daring prediction.
2: Bell's the only one who traces back.
0: No. The thief, Andor. I wasn't careful.
2: You wanted this to happen. This is what it took. It's never going to be perfect.
0: I wanted it too much. We
2: have clients in the morning.
0: Yeah, I'll be ready
2: it will all be over
0: this time tomorrow. Or would he just be starting? Or that. that. <laughs> I like that. Or that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I cannot wait to hear more about Luthan's backstory. Why is this man so invested in this? I mean, I- there's got to be more to it than... Just like what he's doing, then like, the global there has to be some huge,
1: then thing. the universe-wide genocide and oppression and like enslavement of all these people.
0: No, I mean just him personally. It just seems like there's something more. Is to it. Is that not
1: enough though? It is,
0: but I th- I I think I there's mean, he's more. He's a white to guy with, with a
2: shop on on uh, Coruscant. He doesn't. What does it? None of that affects right. him. I mean, we have plenty of people like, in the real world care? that. Like, oh, that all that stuff doesn't affect me that's going on. I don't care. Well, so. I, know, I
1: know, but I think if you're going to have uh, a, a, a rebellion, it is going to be populated with people who are doing good for good sake. I don't think every yeah. single person in there, mm-hmm. like w- was one of Mon Mothma's relatives murdered by somebody in the empire? was one of, like, I, I don't think every single person that takes up arms against the empire is because one of their family members was killed or enslaved or whatever by the empire. I think like if they are doing enough evil on a wide enough scale, there will be people who are just against it on principle and want to put an end to it on principle.
0: Yeah, there are. I just feel like he's got something else there. That's just my take. I I mean, I, I, I agree with Josh. I think you're right. Like, Again, what does he have reason to not like him for? but yes, you're right, Kyle. There are those people that do what's right, stand up for what's right, but I think he has something he more couldn't personal. he couldn't have lost
1: That much. I mean, look, he, like Josh said, he's got a he's got a <laughs> shop of antiquities on Coruscant. How much could he well, have?: it been Could oppressed?
0: be like: family on a different planet or something like that? Um I don't know. I don't know. like and again, what's his relationship with Clea? like?
1: I just don't. I just don't think. Like I just don't think daughter, that's that interesting it? either. Like, why do you hate the empire? Well, they killed my mom. Why do you hate the empire? They killed my brother. Why do you hate the empire? Oh, they sent my whatever uncle to prison. What do you like? Whatever. That's not that boring. I hate them because they are doing evil. They are taking away our rights. Mm-hmm. They're uh, operation cindering planets full of people. They're Uh, I mean, all these, they exterminated the Jedi, they're, whatever, taking children into be conscripted soldiers against their will. They're like, there's plenty of reasons to hate the Empire, even if they haven't like directly one-to-one done something to you.
0: Yeah, agreed. I agree. I don't, uh, I don't disagree with that. I think there's, there's a lot going on in this show. With these different characters, and there's a lot of characters in this show so far. I yeah, so still don't we'll know see. people's names. <laughs> Same. I, it, it, it's like, except Bix. some of the like tertiary, like the side characters. I'm like, who? I'm like, who's this person now? Who's a-? oh, Private Number One? Okay, mm-hmm. he doesn't have a
1: name, but he no. apparently has like no, five lines.
2: They don't. They don't name people anymore, like they used to.
1: Everybody had a name back in the day. Well, he'll get a name yep. in thirty ba- in thirty years is, at some silly backstory. panel.
2: <laughs> yep. <laughs> Do we think that we've already met Cassian's sister and we don't know it yet? No? Mm. I've, I feel like there's a chance it's the person working in the shop with
1: Luther. Clea? Yeah. Oh, you think Luther's assistant person could be his sister? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm what that, what, like... what 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 gives you that hint
2: i don't know it just seemed like uh i feel like the way they set it up with the f- that whole first arc being about like you know showing that him and the sister was like one of the pieces that they were showing us and I just i i totally think that that's a Star Wars thing to do for them to be like, oh, she was here all along, and then there's that's the reveal at some point hmm. that it's, um, and she's on Coruscant, so that's why she doesn't have like a, she has like a proper, like aristocratic, uh, Addiction. accent. Yeah, yeah. Would mm-hmm.
1: would Luthen know that, or would that be a coincidence that we find out later? Like would Luthen know that they're related and be keeping that secret from her? Uh, because he called him the Thief Andor, so obviously he hasn't told her anything else about him, and she wouldn't know his Cassian Andor name yeah, necessarily. I'm not sure. It's true. Yeah.
0: Hmm. I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I'm, I'm going to say, yeah, maybe I mean, we
1: have not met her yet. Or I'm not even. I'm curious how he knows for sure <laughs> she's alive, because the implication was that they were going to kill everybody, and that's why they took him off that planet. Um, but yeah, we have not gotten much about that. We didn't
2: see her body though, and it's Star Wars. That's true. So. Yep.
1: yep.
0: Well, he clearly mm-hmm. knew she was working in the club. Like that's what led him to the club. Yeah. And she said, Well, there, yes, there was a girl from, uh, I forget it, the planet now, the system. Yeah, we haven't gotten There was anything. a girl working here, but she left like six months <laughs> ago. Or oh, or well, okay. Yeah. Like so, they. Uh, he knows she's alive and he's just why is she running so much? I guess would also be a good question because you know,
2: actually, now that I think about it, we, uh, maybe it's not her and we're going to run it. That's going to be, <laughs> that's going to be next season. Maybe like when be. he finally meets a larger rebel cell,
1: is she, is she running or is she just trying to survive? You know, kind of like a runaway, away, live it on the streets kind of person. Right. Who knows?
0: I don't know. All right, there's so much in this
1: show that's going on. Well, that's what I love um, about what else did this, you get? Um, this show that is largely characters that are new to us. You know, Cassian and Mon Mothma, I think so far are the only two that we've previously met, right? So mm-hmm. there's so much. Like, we don't know anything about these people. We don't know where they came from. We don't. There's like so many questions. And I think that's I, that's really interesting to mm-hmm. me. That's way more exciting.
0: It's always funny to like read or read some articles or watch some videos, and people are like, "Well, this isn't Star Wars. No, this is absolutely Star Wars. This is about the people that are in this universe where all of these things are going on." Again, we talked about this. Like that one percent, less than one percent, is so Jedi much less. Sith. There's
1: trillions of people in this galaxy. There's <laughs> like eight lightsabers, <laughs> right? So this is I don't I don't want to get into that.
0: This isn't Star Wars. This is more Star Wars. This is very much Star Wars. People, this is good Star Wars too. Um, what else did you guys have on this episode? Anything that you guys? Any other likes, dislikes? Um, with the episode,
1: there was that flyover from the Tie Fighter, which one was cool. Oh, it was yeah. a good visual, and it sounded good. And then uh, he says, "They'll soon see surprise from above is never as shocking as one from below." I loved that. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of good Those things di- are loud. A lot of good dialogue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Aaron Sorkin episode um, here. They just needed a one long shot. Um, <laughs> no, I think that's the only thing we didn't touch on that I had written down.
0: Yeah, I liked uh, the TIE Fighter. You could see, I mean, it, they all covered their ears, and you could see as it went by just this blow of air coming out of the the twin-ion engines in the back. Um, but they were apparently, like, super, super loud. You guys ever see the videos of, I don't know where it's at, like, there's this really hilly area, and they fly these jets kind of through the area, and, like, people stand on the cliffs to, like, watch the jets Mm-mm. fly through. I, it's, um... I'll have to find it i've seen the T. beach but where the it.
1: planes land like right over the beach there's a runway like right next to it and people will lay on the beach and it like blows their shit yeah it's
2: it super super
1: yeah. loud though apparently so josh did you have
2: something you were yeah um i saw online that i guess they they kind of forgot to um spook the goats like the, the livestock, so like all the people are like, ah, but then the the livestock that are like in the valley are just like, whatever, yeah, was, like nothing happened.
1: Like, now they're going to have to make him <sighs> in canon, all those goats are actually deaf, they don't hear. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Do
1: you think those goats are- Are they like,
2: are they like freeze if something happens? You uh, yeah, know? they're the ones that get like paralyzed. Like the fainting goats, but yeah. they
1: just hold still, yeah. Are those goats, uh, are those dre? So they said they were drinking Dray milk. Like, are those four horned goats, Dray goats or Dray something? Is that where the milk was coming from? I would,
2: I would assume so, yeah. I would assume
0: those are the Dray. Yeah, that's what I got out of it. Yes. It was like, here, here's goat's milk. <laughs> and he's like, this tastes terrible. Those many um, bastards. Although I, if you've never had goat's milk, it's actually not terrible. So real, well, at least our goat's milk is not terrible. So um, anyway, so yeah, loved uh, loved that. Um but yes, really good dialogue, more character, world building. Maybe next week we finally dive into the mission at hand, I and would be very uh, we. Surprised
1: if they didn't. <laughs>
0: um, and we'll we'll see if uh, Nemec, Nemec makes it. Last thing it, before you play Nemec. it is
1: what level of success is this mission going to be? What's your prediction?
0: Um. Are we talking about casualties? Are we talking about they actually get the ship out of there with I the money? I those
1: are, would both be contributing to the success. I would... Uh, I'm going to say I think they right, get here. out with the oh. money and at least two or three people die. Same.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm going to go with they get the money, one dies, one gets captured.
2: Mm. Oh, I like that better.
0: And then they start to question... Who gets captured, Whoever, whichever one gets captured, and that's when they f- talk about Cassian and this person, they break, and they talk about Cassian and we get, what's his name, pulled back in at some point with his mugshot of Cassian on his hollow disc. Possible. That would be tough um, though,
1: they don't know of anything about Cassian, they don't even know his real name.
0: Carn Cyril Karn, that's his name. Uh, yeah, it, they just would say, well did he look like this, and go from there, I don't know we'll see but yeah i'm gonna go get the money one gets killed one gets captured
2: i think if i think I it's
1: gonna be a tougher go than that what are, are there six of them or okay. seven going in um
0: what is it vel
1: two well there's four oh, there's vel two there's Gorn. six and then there's seven if you count the inside man um, and yeah. I, I think at least three of them go down. There's no way, yeah. I think at least three go down, but mm-hmm. I, I would be surprised if it was a complete and utter failure. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't. I think they'll get out with the cash and lose some people, but we'll see. We're gonna yep. find out in a day and a half.
0: Agreed, agreed. Well, let's uh wrap this up and head on out of here.
1: You're all clear, kid. Now, let's this thing and go home.
0: hope you guys have enjoyed coverage of Andor episode 5 the axe forgets um i'm excited for the mid-season finale episode 6 coming up this week we'll see what we get we'll see what happens um some bold predictions in yeah <laughs> some bold predictions from the crew here so we'll uh we'll see what happens but uh we've also got high republic stuff that we'll be diving back into here oh, pretty soon that. so i'm super excited there's for a that. coming
1: up because bad um, batch is right around the corner too
2: Tales of the Jedi? Yeah, um,
0: Tales of the Jedi is coming up. We got a to lot about, to cover. Actually. Oh, my, my goodness. You full. might get a double... might get some double weekly drops in there coming up here, you guys. Woo. We'll see. Apparently,
1: Justin's got time on his
0: hands. For... <laughs> <laughs> if we're we're feeling squirrely, we'll uh we'll get uh, some double drop episodes in there. So, um anyway, check us out anywhere on social media: Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find um uh, you can find the Outer Rimbik and Beacon anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can also find previous episodes out available on YouTube and any some of the them. live streams that we did also available available out on YouTube. My name is Justin. You can find me on Twitter at I am the Bendu. Uh, Where are they going to locate you guys at?
2: This is Josh. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Battle of Tanab. And listen to my band, Former Critics, on any place that you stream music. Uh, this is Kyle, and I am
1: KB underscore legend on Twitter and Instagram.
0: As always, get out, do something Star Warsy, and may the
1: Force be with you. Tree forgets, but the axe remembers. Axe forgets, but the tree remembers. There we go.
0: What does he say? Now we get to do the chopping.
1: <laughs> Something like that. Chop it up, baby. Chop, chop, chop it Oh,
0: man.
2: <laughs> bye. All right, bye. Later.